Welcome to Linda League of Legends podcast. This weekend we had the quarterfinals of TSM versus Echo Fox and FlyQuest versus Golden Guardians. That's true. Yeah, that, that is that what happened. happened this that, week. that is the thing that happened. And that is true. Both of those things are facts. This is a you great have intro. Yet this week, but I expect you to shortly. Uh, I expect nothing less from you. So, as we shall, we shall start in chronological order with the Gold- Fly Golden Guardians game, and whew, that was a long series. Yeah, it was a very exciting that f- series. That felt, that felt like it took forever, to be honest. It truly did, but I felt like it took forever in a good way. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I was never really bored in the series. I was always like really into it, and I was on the edge of my fucking seat waiting to see who'd come out on top. By the way, good job on the three-two predicts. We're geniuses. Oh yeah, yeah. We picked three, three-two. 100%. We're untouchable. Um, <laughs> Can't wait for it to be ruined this week by something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> so, this whole series started off with Viper just dying in lane to Haunter from, from a surprise ultimate, apparently. Yeah, that is how it started. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here watching that engagement, and I'm just oh, like, boy. hang on, if he hit R three seconds sooner, he could have gone in on him and won. I know, dude. He, like... He waited till the cannon auto was in the air, and then hit R, and then died in the middle of the cast, and that was just a goddamn shame. I, I just, I, I, like, that mistake honestly feels like the biggest mistake of this entire series, because it set Hauntzer off that entire game and made Topside just entirely Golden Guardian's favorite. So, there's nothing that FlyQuest could do to right that ship, and they just couldn't, they couldn't sustain against him. Just split pushing against them the whole game. So Viper seemed to be a bit of a, a weak spot for FlyQuest. And I don't think that's going to well, change. In the first game, yeah. But then he also went 207 on Rise. And he also went 4-2 and 6 on Aurelia. <clears throat> Pardon my voice. Um, he, did, I don't know. he did do really good in the Aurelia game. I'll give him that. Yeah, he did pretty good in the Rise game too, I thought. Uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they picked a better comp for their team, I think, in the last two games. Well, they... yeah, but that'll make anyone play better. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like, for their play style. They, they had that kind of 1-3-1-ish kind of push, kinda really skirmishy, really team-fighty, something that we said that these two teams should probably be looking for to. Not, like, not trying too hard to play this global pick or pick comp strategy, but definitely going for, like, Face mashing, team fighting. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying that, um, like other than the one mistake, which, like, you know what? Fair enough, dude. First game of the quarters, your nerves are a little uh, live. It happens. Uh, you lose the game, but you come back and win the series, so it's not too bad. But I think that Viper definitely warmed up as the series went on. Uh, maybe because just because of, I don't think just because of the team comp changes. Well, I, I'm surprised that uh, Hauntzer didn't win lane better on uh, Yorick in game two. Because, in my experience, Yorick should do, has the potential to do really well against Jace. But I guess if you're more cognizant of uh, avoiding Yorick's uh, abilities, I guess it's better. But I don't know. I, f- I still feel like Yorick should be able to duel on him. Duel on who? Uh, duel on uh, Jace. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know that matchup at all because I have barely ever played either of those champions. So, 
Um, I know. Do you want to talk about Poe Belter? Because uh, he know. looked fucking nuts. Yeah, we can talk about Poe Belter. Poe Belter looked really good this series and kind of triggered Reddit oh, into shouting okay. about uh, Zoe for God. the next two days. Yeah, he and got Jason shit on the first help. game. But... All of Fly got shot on the first game, so I'm willing to look past it. Yeah, Flycross didn't do too much the first game. They had this Protect the Cog comp, which I was not a fan of. Me either. Um, but they went from that... I mean, Pobelter bounced back from a 0-4-1 performance to a, a 4-0-8 performance. They, I think they really surprised uh, Golden Guardians with the slain picks. 6-0-7, by the way, yeah. They, they definitely knew it was coming, but I don't, I don't think they, they knew it was going to be that good. Or at least that effective. Pick, yeah. yeah. I to be honest, I didn't even anticipate it to be that good. I, I was like, all right, you know, either. that's pretty safe. And then he absolutely demolished the game on it. I think he was crazy a lot too. I think Elise gave oh, a lot of a lot of lane for pressure. sure. I don't disagree, but I'm still shocked that it didn't feed. Like, I feel like Jarvan is a good jungler, but I think people are falling back on him too hard and not thinking about other options when they should. I think that that's a completely reasonable criticism of what happened in this game. And it, it happened in, in both the, series. In Contract the next plays series. It, plays yeah, him like three best. times. I know, and Rush plays him too much. <laughs> that's the whole thing. I don't know, I mean, he's definitely good, and he's definitely really good pressure, really versatile in the fact that he could build AD, he could build tank, although typically it's tank in the LCS, but... I agree. I think that there are some games where it's just not really yeah. the pick, but it was picked anyway. Did contracts go... Uh... Did contracts troll? No. <laughs> no, I want to know if contracts also went conqueror. What game? He went electrocute. Because I saw that Rush went conqueror. On no, he went electrocute. Yes. See, that's the correct option. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here wondering, why are you running Conqueror? Why? Yeah, play... Conqueror, especially on Tank Lee Sin, feels like maybe questionable to me. Not, not Lee Sin, Jarvan. Oh, Jarvan. You're right. I'm sorry. It feels maybe questionable to me. That part doesn't change. But... It just it just feels weird. Like, he just, he's building Tank, and you're building Conqueror, which doesn't scale off Tank. Like, build Aftershock, at least... I mean, Electrocute's still just better. Yeah, Electrocute is definitely better, but, like, like come on. Electrocute come is on. the pick, and, like, I know that, and I'm not very good at this game, so... He definitely knows that. I feel like Hanser was playing really well this series, too. I, I agree. He de he definitely had a lot of control in the top lane. Viper... Especially when Viper <laughs> ended. <laughs> Viper's pool is not as big as Hanser's, so Hanser has a lot more, like, flexibility, and a lot more, in like, power and presence in champ select. That Poppy game, dude, that was nuts. Yeah. Dude, I liked watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> he got like three kills in one fight. Yeah, was that the game where they kept swapping back and forth? <laughs> no, 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 that was in uh, that was in regular season. Oh, wait, you're right. Fucking, I saw three Drakes, so I thought, yeah, I'm trolling. Three air drakes. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. Oh, wow, FlyQuest had no map control that game. They didn't get any of Oh, They no. got two towers, that's it. Yeah, they got pounded that game, but that's okay because they won the series, and it doesn't matter. A W is a W. We take them. Um, yeah, but when Golden Guardians was winning, I felt like they were winning because of Hanser and Froggen. 
Yeah, I, I felt like definitely was definitely underperforming this game for the series. I didn't, he was definitely underperforming. Is but yeah, and I mean to be fair, you don't always need the AD presence if you've got like an insane top and mid, but it never hurts. Obviously, there's going to be a little less shine on you if your team is popping off uncontrollably and getting all the resources, but um, it really did feel like the Hauntser and Froggen show when they were winning. And then uh, I think Froggen actually started to fall off at the end of the series as Poe Belter was coming online. Oh, well, it definitely was 8-0 game one, by the way, so maybe we should shut up. But Right, but I, I just, this whole series kind of felt like a bit of like counter-arcing each other. Where one team was yeah. going up and the other team was going down, but I don't no, think Hauntzer felt that at all for the most part, and I do feel like definitely fell really hard and Frog and started falling a bit in the series. Contracts, uh, I think game one his uh, Urgot play was pretty good, but a rare compliment on Jungle Urgot from Anthony. <laughs> you won't get much of those. <laughs> but then they started putting him on Jarvan, and I felt like he lost a lot of agency. And they aren't banning Urgot. Urgot's not banned, like... Or very bad. He's he's pretty pickable, like... Like, I don't know why they're picking J4 over Urgot in these games. Probably frontline. Potential. Because he gets way tankier. I don't know. I'm not saying they're right to do it, but... I mean, like, a, ta a straight tank J4 is I... going to provide way more of a frontline for your team than... The Urgot, especially, like... I mean, like, maybe in the Poppy game, you don't need the J4 then. In the York game, you probably still do, because he's not really going to be team fighting. It looks what like is that? they were pairing it up with... Uh, the Aatrox game, you'll probably need that. It was looked like they were, they were pairing it up with Galio. Oh, he went AD, Jarvan, in the one game. Huh. Which game? Game four, where Aatrox top, Velkaz mid. Kaisa. Kaisa. Um... Uh, yeah, he went Bruiser, but I think they did that because they had uh, Galio and Atrax, right? No, for sure. Yeah, that's I know why they did it. I was just surprised to see it. But it, yeah, it definitely looks like they're trying to get that dive combo with Galio for Jarvan just because, and they then ran yeah, it with I believe, Kindred. In I believe five. it was called the Dunk Bucket, by one Captain Flowers. By one Mr. Captain Flowers. I believe that's what they named that one while I'm on the air. The dunk bucket. Oh, that's. You uh, make the duck. You make the bucket. You dunk on the bucket. Easiest, uh, easiest R of my life. Bucket. If I'm Galio. Okay. Well, they're trapped in the cage. They're not getting out unless they blow their flashes. Uh, anyway. I, my boy, Wild Turtle, though. Hey, we called it. We said if they win, it's gonna be through our boy Wild Turtle, oh. uh, and he popped off. Oh, Wild Turtle did played so good in the last two games. He played so well. The Vayne game, I had a lot of questions, but a lot of the questions were to the draft of having zero frontline for Vayne. Again, which we talked about last week. Uh, the same I mean, problem they had, they had in game one with Kog'Maw. They, they had a Braum, which isn't a tank. <laughs> they had a Braum, which isn't a frontline. He's a peeler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that draft was. But hey, look. They put him on Varus, popped off. They put him on Ezreal, popped off. They put him back on Varus, popped off. Dude, he's crazy, dude. Like, And shout like... out to Santorin, too. He played super well. Why did this laptop turn off? What the hell? I don't know. Why do you have a laptop in front of your desktop? I have three computers, four computers around me, bro. Four computers or four monitors? Five monitors, four computers. 
Why? One of them's on the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't answer. I don't like you anyway. We're talking about League of Legends, not my uh, affliction of computers. I mean, it might be an intervention soon, dog. <laughs> Come get me. You know I can. <laughs> anyway. I digress. So, um, Braum is like the most picked champion without any bans in the playoffs right now. That makes sense, though. And I don't know why. Like, are I you serious? Like, no, because yeah, Varus and Kaisa are insane with Braum. But they're, it's not like they're picking him to counter Pocomps that much. They're just picking him to be a little bit appeal. Mm, yeah, but the appeal helps on carries like Varus, right? And like, yeah. so like, let's look at the carries he was picked with. Last game, Lucian, obviously a really strong lane. Varus in the game before that, um, the appeal's really helpful for Varus, and because he went lethal tempo Varus, he can proc those stuns like crazy. Picked it with Vayne, another attack speed AD carry that can get a lot of mileage out it, out of it. Picked it with Ezreal, not as good, but into the Lucian. I think it's better in lane at like 6, and it's not bad with the Jace on the team. And then they picked it with Kogma, which obviously makes a lot of sense. So, like, at least in this first series, like, for me, that all tracks, like, completely. Like, if you're picking these kinds of AD carries and you are you don't want more, you want something more melee, you want something more peel, then, like, Brum's a fucking fantastic choice, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so more about, like, the Morgana support. I think we should probably be seeing more Morgana support than we are right now. Because... Probably, but... Well, that's Fox TS7. It's not the right one. Just because I don't think, like, who, the supports are the main source of CC right now, and I, and like they're running Jarvan jungle with Galio support, so you're not gonna get Jarvan Galioed with uh with Morgana shield on. So why are we not picking this as a counter to Jarvan Galio? So you can just pop the the shield on. And it's like it's not gonna break. It probably won't. It probably won't break through the. Well, combo. it's. You can't shield the alt, which is the point of mm -hmm. the drive-in. I mean, sure, but what is any other person gonna, or uh, support going to do for that? <laughs> Tom Kench is going to munch your ass up, dude. Yeah. yeah Get your bum ass out to safety. Um, yeah, it actually wasn't... Morgana was not banned at all in the first series. It was banned uh, every game in the TSM series. Yeah. By TSM. Pretty, pretty sure they're afraid of... Uh... Fox playing that, because I, Akuho, yeah. per, no, no, I don't, is I don't, nuts I don't Morgana, think about Pakuo. I think it's a, a, I think it's definitely a Froggen pick. For Echo Fox, who Froggen's not on? Oh wait, I'm an idiot. Fuck you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, you mean they they were so afraid of Froggen's Morgana? They were so afraid. They're like, we can't even talk let about team... this FlyQuest team. We can't talk. even let the team Froggen was on like two years ago. So. FlyQuest team so comp in game five. Dude, we've talked about these teams greedy. for nine weeks, dude. What's wrong with you? It's super greedy for them to run Aurelia, Lee Sin, You said Brocken was on Echo Fox. And Morgana. That is so greedy. Yes, I agree with you. How? But you also said <laughs> How do I'm you... gonna drop it now. How, how do they lose to... How do they not lose this game playing this greedy? The answer is Poe Belter gets some really dirty kills, but... What is that, the last game? Story. 
Uh, yeah, the very last game. Oh, dude, it's because Poe Belter played out of his fucking mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? Poe Belter was insane. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is pressing, pressing flash three times to traverse the entire enemy jungle in about two seconds? That's not playing League of Legends. That's hacking. <laughs> No, that's just Zoe. Well, Zoe's just according to certain game designers, it is now playing League of Legends. Um, <laughs> experts don't agree on whether or not it's a bad thing. Game designers. You know certain who? game designers you... who will remain nameless because I don't know their name. <laughs> the guy who made Zoe's name is certainly T. Is that true? Yes. Oh, wow, that was a great joke on my part then. This is why I'm I didn't sad even that know that. That was a completely accidental that, that was a completely accidental this, joke. This is, you have hurt me by not knowing who certainly T is and all the champions that he's induced upon. Pretty me. sure he made Yasuo. And Zen. Yeah. And said, oh Zen. dude, all the all the worst ones. Yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Every champion that I genuinely hate to play against or with. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yo, you think they call him when they're like, yo, so lucky he wasn't toxic enough, certainty. Certainty, we need you to make so lucky more toxic. That's what the T is for, dude. Certain toxicity, dude. Okay, anyway. So, game design, flame aside. So I think. Well, Belter actually was incredible this game. His map presence was nutty. He managed to end the game with the exact same CS as his enemy laner, and I like that uh, consistency. <laughs> I like that evenness. Uh, especially because it's a palindrome number, 252, shoutouts to that. Uh, but otherwise, he just fucking dumpstered them, it was insane. And then Turtle got ahead off of it, Viper got ahead off of it, and they just won the fucking game, I mean. So, you say that's enough for the match one, and we can move on I to... think, yeah. Goodbye, Golden Guardians. You yes. played well, and you actually did way better than any of us expected. On to our next segment. Goodbye, Golden Guardians. Oh, that was our next segment, because see, it's in the same thing that's my bad <laughs> that's my bad so golden guardians came into uh spring split of season nine running two 10th place finishes last year two two ten dose one two two in a row count them if they not three not three more they, than one if they had not if they did not improve this year they would have been eligible for uh relegation not relegate well yeah, kind of relegation but they were ineligible to be kicked out dude, of the lcs the <laughs> which is yeah dude damn yeah damn like real that's damn. crazy imagine how bad it would have been if a team got kicked out like that <laughs> i don't know overwatch league got a team not win a single match yeah that's a different game <laughs> it is but they play like 10 times more than the lcs did but okay, I don't want to talk about Overwatch, because um, I don't care. Um, we could do a different po podcast about esports in general if you want. <laughs> I literally just, I would really not like to do that, because I do not want to learn about any other esports. I don't care. I watch two. So, so Golden Guardians came into this it. with this split with a lot of uh, expectations. We could do a Hearthstone podcast. I'd do that. Um, I'm on the other end of that spectrum. So yeah, Golden Guardians... They came in, everyone being like, this team's making playoffs. They were right. Everyone was right. They are making playoffs. But there was a two-week hiatus from that opinion. <laughs> Not even a two-week hiatus. There was a two-week of, like, everyone has made a horrible mistake. This team didn't work out. Yeah. There was oh, an 0-4 start. I think only, like, two teams in history 
before this have made it back from an 0-4 start and made playoffs. That's crazy. And they were probably He's both been... back when there were only eight teams in the league. I think they might be, but I'm not going to commit myself to that because I don't know for sure. Um, but they came back from an 0-4 start, fought their way, battled their way into playoffs, made it in, and honestly almost walked away with it. It wasn't that, I mean, like, the last game was kind of a stomp, but that series really felt for the bulk of it that it could have gone either way. Um, so shout out to them. Like, they've got crazy resilient mentals. Their team play really solid, uh, solidified. Uh, all their players were able at different points to pick up some slack that had been created. Shouts out to them, man. That's out to Hanser. Made it back to playoffs. Yep, Hanser, I think, was a really good asset to this team. He looked the most solid over the For whole season. For sure. Um, I Plus, think... they do those anime videos with contracts. <laughs> I think uh, they had a, a little bit of a, of a shaky... Did you watch those? <laughs> no, I didn't. They, they a redid shaky... a scene from One Piece. It was fucking hilarious. Oh. Sorry. Oh, oh, the trailer they made at the beginning of the season was hilarious. Yeah, they, they they're made a great bunch team of to 80s watch. references. It was so good. I loved it. Dude, it was so funny. But I, I, I feel like Ole and Contracts weren't, like, bringing it. I, I felt like they weren't bringing it for the whole series, and a, a lot of their games were off of Froggen's stupid fucking champ pool. Yeah, well, to be fair, Froggen has a dumbass champ pool. And luckily for him, some of those old-school champions became meta again. Uh... Not that I know he would need them to be, but he definitely pulled out some fuck shit that only he can pull out. So, uh... Dude, Franken's like the like one of the real old players. Oh, huh? yeah, no, yeah, he's from season two or one, or, I don't know when he started. I think he might have been season one with CLGEU. No, that's Maybe. season two. Maybe, I, I wasn't paying attention back then. Franken. I, I was. barely I was paying attention in season two. But... Fro like I, son. I honestly Absolute think legends, bro. I honestly think Froggen's obsession with Velkaz specifically kind of cost them because it ended up being a bit of bait for them from my perspective. Like, sure, he did a lot of damage. I was fucking right. Sorry, continue. <laughs> he did a lot. He did a lot of damage on it, but if assassins were remotely meta, I feel like he would have lost harder. And I don't oh. know why FlyQuest didn't play that against it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I feel like Zed's pickable with the buffs. Yeah, Zed's not only pickable, but he his team fight blows ass out of a straw. No, you're not wrong, but like, <laughs> so does Yorix, and people pick that. So like. Yeah, but they pick that for, for like split pushing, and Zed's good for skirmishing and picks. Yeah, fair enough. That's not really meta, is it? Um. Yeah, that's not, yeah. like, those aren't very meta right now. It's mostly Pokesy, and I think that's, actually, it probably helped Frangen out that they nerfed LeBlanc coming into this, because Povelter can play LeBlanc very well. Um, and so if LeBlanc had been stronger, this might have been even more of a sort of one-sided series for a lot of Frangens. Yep. I, Although when I when I hear Pobelter though I don't think like assassin player right like yeah he can play LeBlanc because basically any LCS mid laner can play LeBlanc right it's like Ezreal basically any pro else pro player can pick Ezreal if they're an AD carry it just or a and, threat and, and, and if you can't like. I don't know what you're doing on that stage no exactly and so and like LeBlanc is one of those champions for me like that's just like a really standard ass mid laner that's been in the game for a long ass time where like 
I would expect you to be able to be half like have one of those in your wheelhouse. Obviously, not everyone is equally good, right? Like maybe Bjergsen's better at Leblanc than Pobelter because Bjergsen's better at everyone than Pobelter. Let's be real. That's fair. But like <laughs> what I'm saying is like you might have like two equally skilled mid laners and one's just better at assassins, one's better at like mages. But like I would I know Pobelter can pick a Leblanc, but she got nerfed, so probably saved some bacon. It definitely hurts Froggen when they nerf LeBlanc. I th I feel like they've been targeting Froggen's champion pool. Like in yeah, next they're gonna just year. remove Anivia from the game. <laughs> he only had one Anivia game to split. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta sad. learn sometime. I wish there was a little more of that, but well, it's for you. Uh, I just wanted to before we move on because we should because we've actually spent thirty straight minutes talking about this series. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we have two series to talk about. Yeah, I know, but then we have to do predicts. Those won't take that long. That's fair. Uh, but we, I'm saying we're getting... Anyway. I just wanted to say Santorin looked really consistent and pretty strong throughout this series. He never looked like he was getting, like... Even in the games they lost, he didn't look like he was getting eviscerated. He looked like he kept a good head on his shoulders. He stayed focused, and he was a really strong, important rock for all of his lanes in every one of these games. And I'm very excited to see Santorin's play moving forward. Um, you could tell from his uh, interview afterwards that this means a lot to him, and I think he's really earned it with the play that he's pulled out here. Yeah, he definitely earned that uh, that one spot from a team other than TL, C, uh, C9, or, C, or TSM on the top uh, top three teams, or, the, or all pro teams of the LCS. So I'm hoping he can keep improving and get back up to that Mondo Epic Santorin that was on uh, TSM back in 2015. Yeah. Was that 2014? I don't know. 2014 was amazing. 2015 was Santorin, I think. But yeah, yeah, definitely keep an eye on Santorin going into the TL match. Because if he can body X Smithy, TL ain't got a shot. These are facts. 20, November 2014 to October 2015. Yeah. On to... I don't even know it. TSM versus Echo Fox. We both called it 3-1 for TSM. TSM, yeah, because we're fucking nuts. Yeah, um, we're, we're profits. And uh, TSM <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, that's what it is. Directly to exactly how I would have called the games of TSM lose game one and then win that's the That's how three. we called it in the show. Not how you would have called it. That's how you <laughs> called it. And I called it. We literally said, it's going to be 3-1. TSM usually drops the first. They're slow to start. Like I think I said I could see them losing any of them. Like, lose the first and come back. And you're like, yeah, they always lose early and i was like yeah that's true and then that we just agreed and look at that anthony we literally called it to a fucking t see We're the nuts. analyst desk needs us because we know our shit yes and and because this what? has not been their record in every single series they have won for like the past four years totally hey, not up, a thing hey, don't... no dude <laughs> shut up what are you talking about dude shut your, shut your dang old pie hole dude <laughs> anyway game one echo I'm fox a little, i'm a little mad they lost game one I actually am too. That actually surprised me. Like I felt like they had a like a really good shot. Echo Fox didn't have a really big lead. Like I, I didn't feel like they. No, but Solo was crazy this series. Their highest lead was somewhere around five k for a little that's actually, while. That's then they that dropped much. it, and then TSM fucked up and dropped it again. And I'm just like, what are we doing? Come on. Like I I don't. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what. The, I have no words for how disappointed I am in that. That was just such a disappointment. I felt like they definitely could have won this with uh, 
with getting Jax online and getting Jarvan going with that. But I feel I like... I agree, but it didn't happen. But Zillion just, Zillion just felt like it, they didn't... Like, it, it wasn't the pick. And uh, Rush got a bunch of really lucky pickups on his marks on Kendrick. I agree. That was this so game, lucky. Stat game was insane this game. Didn't he have, like, four... Like, really early? Oh, yeah, he had four by, like, nine minutes or something. It was stupid. That's nuts. That's nuts. Like, I don't... If I get four by nine minutes and I don't take over that game, I did something very wrong. And he didn't even take over the game. No, he didn't. Oh, and he he even kept fucking up, and I'm just like, the RNG is getting handed to them this game. That's true. Rush is still trying to throw the game away. And he doesn't stop. For this whole entire series, Rush doesn't stop trying to throw the game away by just going. Yeah. I mean, Ref, we can talk... Yeah. Solo looked like The Rock this series. Yeah, um, Solo definitely looked like he was trying to hold the whole team together this series, and definitely like... Rush looked like he was just cracking under the pressure, dude. Like, he let Solo die uh, in one of the games by pressing the ult too late. Blue, his flash got killed. Um, he even when he had the lead on Kindred, he wasn't able. To, like he ended one, three, and seven after getting four stacks in nine minutes, which is that's a really bad score for that, that position. That game was ten to ten. Like I know, like yes, they had all four Drakes. They had a but like, I mean, like when you're when you have four marks at nine minutes, you should be way better off than one, three, seven. <laughs> you know, it's just I don't, I don't, I, I like, I don't. Where where did Echo Fox really earn this win from? I like I guess you could say it was solo, but I feel like I guess it's the, from free SM this game. Like yeah, this I was guess from, it's from one SM. bad fight that TSM takes and just loses. Yeah, this was a free SM game, and the next th- three were TSM games. <laughs> like it was. So, I mean, but that's how it is sometimes for you guys, and that's okay. Two, Brother Phoenix steps onto the rift. Brother Phoenix, and he doesn't get off. Well, he he. I think he kind of gets off in game two a little bit, but it, game brother games three Phoenix. and four. Is that brother with an umlaut over the O, like the memes. What game is, wait, no, yeah, game four. Phoenix gets back brother. gets back into it, but uh. Okay, well, how'd that work out for him? <laughs> didn't win the game, but he wasn't complete garbage like he was the previous. What was two. his score in game two? Game two, oh three three. Yikes! And then game three was two five three. So, so uh, even, even is better than negative. So they had Shogath this game, and this looks like a. Pretty, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" This looks like a pretty decent, like front to back team fight comp. That's straight up, but you're fighting TSM with a team fight comp. Yeah, that's maybe bad. And they got Callista Galio. What's wrong with this picture? <sighs> Well, it's that TSM is a better team fight. Teams fight. TSM is a better team fight. Yeah, look at those English skills, son. <laughs> look at those English language. skills. That's my guy right there. And they bro. have Vladimir. Like, what? What are you guys doing? You just you gave them so much power. You gave them Vladimir, Lissandra, Callista, Rexai, who was a monster this series, by the way. And, I agree with that. Like, there are so many priority picks on TSM, and you have Corky Mid, who dies to the first gank. Yes. And then, oh my, I, I'd like to, 
uh, go to the damage chart real quick. Please take a guess at how much damage Jarvan did. I'm going to give you the other four members of his team. 16,000 on Cho'Gath, 14,000 on Corky, 11,000 on Jinx, and 3,000 on Braum. How much did Jarvan do? I don't know. Just take take a wild guess. No. Huh? <laughs> no? Yeah, I wasn't really listening to the numbers you read out, so I don't even have a... I was being a bad person and looking at other stats. He dealt 3,000 damage on Jarvan that game. That's not a lot. It's not, especially considering Rek'Sai dealt 10,000. What was his build in that game? Uh, pure tank. Well, that's... With Conqueror. Oh, that... Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> yep. I don't... I don't know... He took Conqueror every game on Jarvan, and I don't know why. I don't get it. Like, why? It doesn't do any... Health based damage, to my knowledge, right? Hello, match you there. Hello, hello, we're back. Can you hear me? Yep, uh oh, don't know what happened there. Okay, so wait, what face damage? Um, uh, I'm pretty sure that Conqueror doesn't do any uh health based damage. Health based, I'm pulling it up now. Bonus attack damage. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> so, like, why are you picking this when you're going full tank? Especially in a comp where you have Braum and Cho'Gath! That's your front line! Just go Bruiser! Go Black Cleaver! No one's gonna blame you! Just... Uh... Well, maybe it's good because... You stack it five times and 10% of your damage is true damage that heals you for 10% of the pre-mitigated damage. But he isn't doing any extra damage. Yeah, but it's also, like, on level. He doesn't have any AD. Like I mean, how... the jungle items give you AD. No, it doesn't. Not when you build Cinderhulk. Do they really not? What? Yes, no, it doesn't. I literally don't know the stats on them. You're... What? <laughs> they don't... The AD one gives you AD. The Cinderhulk one does not. Yeah, I believe you, but I also don't believe you, though. It gives you extra damage to monsters specifically, so that it doesn't oh, have right. to give you extra damage in general. Shit, you right? Dude, I forget, dude. So I'm, like, a, I'm fucking dumb. What, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Why are you building this? Why yeah, that's actually so crazy. out of it? I don't understand what that was. But that's also, like, a team thing. Like, if they... Like, they should have... The coach knows what he picks. Pick like, For the love of God! Yeah, but, like, if the coach sees him picking him... And he, next game, he's like, hey, pick uh, Jarvan, but uh, don't do that fucking Conqueror horse shit again, dude. Like, I, I would've, I would've, unless he planned to go that's, but he does like three Bruiser, games in but a row. then he couldn't. He does it I don't three know. games in a row. I, if you're going Conqueror three games in a row and you're losing all three of those games, that third game, you better have been like, you know what? I'm not winning this. I need to go tank or just... Electrocute like obsessed. <laughs> like... Maybe go electrocute. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what was going through Rush this game, and I don't know why they put him on. Jordan I don't know what was going through Rush this series. Yeah, the series. He looked so out of it. Of he made a lot of like very, very big mistakes that he doesn't usually make. Right? It looked like pre-break Rush. It looked like he wasn't there. He wasn't on the same page of his team. Sort of like he was choking under pressure. I, I don't know what it was. I don't but... think he was choking. I just 
I think it was two things. I think he was kind of lost in what he's supposed to do, and then when he was doing what he's supposed to do, his team's behind and he's the front line. So yeah, well that'll definitely fuck up with KDA. So he's gonna get screwed. He ha- he also has yeah. the most death average death per game in the series in the playoffs. Yikes! So until FreeSM gets clapped by C9 and they all go 0 and 50. Please. Um, <laughs> Please. Imagine a pro game where someone actually goes 050. There will be lots of questions and <laughs> yeah. lots of Reddit posts. Yeah, there also might be some investigations about flame, collusion. Thought there was flame about Rush this week? Dear no, dude, Lord. like, it's hard to get 50 deaths. Like, oh, no, it is hard because the games end at, tw- at 30 minutes. So that means you needed to die more than once a minute. That's hard. You basically have to die. run it down. 1.6 repeating times a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, back to the realm of the real. Um, I Did you notice Apollo and Haku were playing this game? Because I didn't even notice Apollo and Haku were playing this game. This game or this game. series? This the series in general. I did not see them at all. What were their scores in game two? Game two? Uh, one three one for Apollo, 0-4-2 for Hakuo. Hmm... And, uh, yeah, even when they won, they were. It was really. This game was. This series was like solo doing everything he fucking could to keep this team. In the game. And then it's just you can't do everything. No, you can't. You can't one v nine in the playoffs. Oof. At least not against TSM. No, you can't. Not against TSM. Not against any of the top three teams. Eh, maybe Liquid, but. Ooh. Ooh, free, free out, dude. Really free discounting out, liquid a lot. Well, I'm also just memeing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also not big for real. I think going coming out of the series, what you really gotta take is that Acadian looks scary on Rek'Sai. That's true, but I think most junglers would. You sure? Rek'Sai's like top two right now. I think. Uh, did he make an appearance in the FlyQuest series? Yeah, but that doesn't. That's for other reasons. I think he's like just like on a pure stats level, just but not because if you there are times when it's stupid as fuck to pick Rexai because your team comp, but I think he's actually like crazy and can match Jarvan and damage up like I Bruiser think, Jarvan and damage up. But yeah, he might be really good in Jarvan especially. No, I know. I like he is like he's oh, wait, super wait. fucking good. Okay, so for two games they they uh. First pick Jarvan actually. The last game they last round picked it. Well, I think Jarvan's a little bit safer than Rek'Sai. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't. Know I think he's that. safer, and he offers more crowd control, right? Um, I like especially that, in yeah, this, okay. in especially in the meta that we're in, like that lockdown with the J four ult is crazy, right? Like obviously they have Rek'Sai with. Um, Galio Callista because they picked the other team picked Jarvan I think first because they wanted it for Rush but I'm pretty sure if J4 was open they would have picked it right because like Galio Callista fucking Jarvan oh, who TSM yeah um, like no because they, they pick- didn't do it last the very last game but then then again at that point they might be like let him take Jarvan we've killed it twice in a row yeah, and that's like, cause, but that's a different thing, right? Like, that's late series, like, he's just trolling, like, uh, he went, he goes 07 and 8 this game, like. I, cause they, they played the first game, and. I actually, I should say, I agree with you that Acadian looks nuts on Rek'Sai. I also don't know how much of it is Acadian, like, I'm sure 
a healthy chunk of it is Acadian. But my main point is just that Rek'Sai is actually really strong, especially in the Jarvan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's just a really good matchup there and can can pressure a, a lot of the same ways he can. And she can also get a lot of the same weird angles that the Flag and Drag can get you uh, with her tunnels, which not a lot of junglers can really like easily match. So, I'm looking at the picks for Game 3. Okay. And I'm wondering who is supposed to like set up to control for Kog'Maw on Fargo oh. Fox. Because I guess it's like a J-Force Brom combo. I I guess, but they're picking like a runover comp or or I don't know, a kind of skirmishy comp with Kog'Maw and I don't feel like that fits. Like why aren't you picking Lucian here? Lucian's up. Lucian's not on the band table. And you're picking Kogma into Galio. Uh, uh, Galio, Lysandra, and uh, uh, Hec- Hecarim, and Kaisa. That's a heavy dive. That is so much dive. And you see That's all of that. That's incredible dive, yeah. And you lock in Kogma. Game three, everyone has an R. That they can press onto Kog'Maw and be on top of him. Everyone. So, why are you picking Kog'Maw when you see four parts of that five-man dive squad? Like, you just, you, you hard counterpicked yourself there. And that's probably why they lost that game. Is they cannot protect Kog'Maw and Kog'Maw is their win condition. Because I don't think Phoenix... Especially since Phoenix entered. He truly did. That like he died twice in a row to the same gank, the same exact gank. He dies twice in a row because he doesn't ward, and it's it's his chronic issue back when he played on uh, Team Liquid. I could tell on the cast that Mark Z was tilted by Phoenix dying because he didn't ward. Because on Team Liquid they had an uh, a coach sit next to him in scrims and remind him to place a ward in lane, to try to fix that issue. And I fucking wish I had a guy sit next to me and tell me to ward. But nope. Nope, I ain't got that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... That was... So, I kind of feel like Echo Fox started drafting themselves into a hole in the last few games. I The last game, I'll give it to him. They tried to put Solo in a place to carry on Akali. I just don't feel like Akali's in a place to carry. Like, ever. And then they lock in Hecarim for the second time, and Broken Blade's looking good on Hecarim. Like, Hecarim's looking like a good pick for TSM. TSM's, like, they only have to yeah. show their red side champ select, and it looks like they have a lot of picks. Hecarim was really surprisingly surprisingly nice from Broken Blade. I'm just it. TSM just look like they're so strong and they have so many picks and they have like like how do you how do you beat them especially when they showed this little I, like I don't see a way around this at the moment because they played like two different two different style, styles this, this series in only four games so they don't have to show anything what what what, yeah. do you, what, do you, what what's your plan to deal with these guys if you're C9? What's your plan? 
I honestly, I don't know, but I'm not a pick pants. I'm not a coach. <laughs> um, what, 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 do you, what do you think the lane you probably want to target primarily? What lane do you want to pick, do you want to pick to try to focus? Dude, I don't fucking know. Probably bot lane. Okay. Shut Sven down. Sven. Uh, maybe shut Sven two, down. Maybe three, shut Bjerger King down. He played four unique champions in four games. Oh, and I thought you meant with a strategy, not with bands. No, no, no. I would say, like, I don't know, but I think there's a lot of depth on the C9 side too. Maybe not as much, but I don't think like. Okay. So, I think it's just going to be a matter of like banning. All right. So before we get to talking about TSM C9, we have to say goodbye, Taco Fox. Kind boy, we salute you. You definitely tried. I think. Um. <laughs> we think. We can't say otherwise. Otherwise. Uh... We're alleging things we shouldn't be alleging. Yeah, I don't want to commit myself to anything hard and fast here, but I love Rush. Uh, he's a beast. One of my favorite players to watch. Very funny to me. Uh, uh, I used to have a terrible problem of saying unlucky every six seconds in a solo queue game because of him. <laughs> Anthony remembers those days. Yeah, it was only solo queue, Matt. And only well, League of Legends. <laughs> unlucky, dude. <laughs> uh, I used to have a very bad problem saying unlucky every six seconds in my day-to-day -day life <laughs> because of Rush. Um, it's sad to see him go. Um, I think Solo has proved his worth. Um, Especially in the last series. Like, he definitely proved that you don't want to bother replacing him because you probably no, don't have a lot not. of options. He's, and he's definitely really solid in these playoff situations. Like, he l really was their rock, and that's something really valuable for some teams, uh, or even for this team to maintain. Um, Rush, I think, just needs to get a little more clear. I mean, the whole team needs to get clear on Rush's role. But Like, is, is he... I don't think he can play, like, the initiation or the engage anymore. Like... I don't. Did he even do that when he was on C9? He he normally played this really uh, intelligent skirmishy pick, like when pick comps were good. And yeah, but they're not right now. Yeah, they're not really good right now. Pick comps aren't the aren't the play. It's normally about. I mean, like team fight split push. Rush's like IQ for picks on like shit like Lee Sin is actually out of this fucking world. Um, his ability, his mechanical ability, his cleanliness, and his like ability to see these things is insane and those are when he really thrives but like i mean watching him on karthus earlier in the split that was like hard to do like hard to watch he was just kind of walking it was hard to watch a lot of people on karthus if their name wasn't frog and <laughs> these are facts but i digress um i'm excited to see how it evolves if rush stays with echo fox if uh not but can you still hear me yeah uh, you're lagging a little bit hold on can you hear me now uh yeah yeah, you're back. Uh, hello? Hello. 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 I don't know. Oh, I fucking shit just lagged very heavily. I apologize. What I was saying was I hope to see where Rush goes, see if he stays on this team, um, and then see what improvements happen uh, for next time, because I think if he gets more clear on his role in the team, that will be quite good for him and the team as a whole. I don't think Panda is Better. a good replacement. I don't think he's going to solve any issues for them, as far as I can tell. They've he's got, also probably just, like, not as good as Rush. I think they have, like, two months from this point to figure it out. So, we'll, we'll see what they come up with, but who knows? I think Phoenix... Gotta go. Yeah, Phoenix definitely has to go. You gotta figure out something to do with Phoenix, because he looks good at points. 
hang on, hang on. He looked good at points in the split, but like he isn't good enough. And Apollo and Hakuo have looked better more often and more consistent. And then Phoenix like just straight up throws two lanes away in your in your in your playoff yeah, matches, yeah. and it's just well, there goes Phoenix. You didn't even pick him as your once. Didn't even pick him a zero, dude. And that's Phoenix. oh my god! Imagine if he had a zero in that quirky game. That might have been different. Holy shit! Yo, why didn't they pick a zero um, in that quirky game? You just well, got my thing is, too. Go. Go. oh, what I was gonna say is, what my idea is is just that like solo doesn't never in this regular season felt like the hard reason they were winning. Very rarely did Apollo and Hakuo feel like the hard reason they were winning. I feel like if that team's gonna have a win condition not that they can't be the like playthrough strategy, but I feel like if they're gonna win games it's gonna be through their mid laner and through Rush. Um and Phoenix just doesn't seem like he's been able to like pull that weight. I think they would need to get like a much stronger sort of like carry oriented mid laner who could put a lot of pressure on other mids, who could do those things and a lot because Solo's incredible as a consistent, solid player, but it was in the series he really popped off, but in the regular season, it was a little more rare to see him really pulling the full weight of the team. I don't know. Goodbye, Echo Fox. Let's get to predictions, hang son. On, hang on, I got one more thing. Oh, goddammit, okay. I, I, I just I, threw some shit and everything. Fuck. All the drama's fucking gone, dude. I think uh, Phoenix's champion pool is probably one of his biggest problems, but also his I biggest agree. benefits. Because... His champion pool at the moment is like... It's like Huhi, dude. It's like, yeah, it's like Huhi. But his champion pool is meta, is kind of meta champs. He plays Zoe and Azir at levels that I don't think a lot of LCS players can play it at. And... I agree. They got Zoe once, and then... No Azirs. Never picked it again, and had it taken away in game, game four. And they didn't pick Azir either. So I'm questioning... Do you know what your team is good at? And if you do, why are you not playing to that? And I, I feel like they can keep Phoenix if they can answer those questions and be like, Phoenix has a small champion pool and we need to keep that hidden and just play around that or teach him how to play Morgana. Because <laughs> if they don't touch Morgana until summer, I think she'll still be around. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Can we move on now? Okay. Retain some of my drama. Okay, yeah, let's move Wait. on. Wait, let's move on. There it is. But before we do that, I feel like we have oh, to talk I about who he getting that. dropped from 100 Thieves. Wait, did he actually? Yeah. They put Wait, it on I Twitter actually... and everything. What? <laughs> who he got dropped from 100 dude, Thieves. He got cut, dude. And dear lord, <laughs> is that one of the fastest droppings of a player I've ever seen in the LCS? I literally didn't even know that. <laughs> it happened yesterday. They had to wait until after April Fools because otherwise uh, it's confusing. Uh, so, who are wow. they replacing wait, him with? Are he, they I don't know, but he also tweeted that he'd play mid or jungle support. <laughs> Who's picking up who he is a jungler, by the way? Um, is he going to do Aurelian Soul jungle, bro? You're trolling. Who and Piglet need to start a team of people who can play the 100 roles? Well, no. Hey, what they need to do is start a team who can play a hundred roles. You forgot the important <laughs> Don't fear the man who has practiced a thousand kicks once. 
What? Hang on. I feel like that's the other way around. A thousand, no, it's don't fear the man whose practice a thousand kicks one points. time each or something. Fear the man who's practiced one kick a thousand times. I mean, also don't fear that because when he did that, all he could play was Aurelian Soul and Rise. Clearly, <laughs> we don't need clap. to fear either of these people. As long as they're who he is. <laughs> Moving on. Wow, who else did they cut? Anybody? Uh, no, that's the only roster change announced for the LCS, at least. I think everyone else Dang, is dude. either holding out or still in the season. That's fair. Moving on to TSM versus Cloud9. What the fuck? Are you sorry, I'm just fucked up at the idea of... <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. We got the teams to talk about. C9 TSM, okay. Let's go, let's, let's save our, our personal prediction for the end. So, if you say 3-0, you're a great fan, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, TSM are looking rather hot. They're looking like no one can match them, really. And that they, ha their champ they have large champion pools. They have a large like list of play styles. They can play through e any of their lanes. So, tell me this. Where does C9 like come out of where are they trying to get the to like be the better team from like what are they, what are they playing around are they playing around sneaky and lane are they hoping niski is uh ready and willing are they hoping the hell sven scarin isn't going to turn into brother sven scarin and hand tsm a series <laughs> or, or is licorice going to hard carry brother them? Kill <laughs> is licorice going to keep trying to be even come from the black licorice that I hate to eat and try to carry them. Where did the brother meme come from? China. China calls anyone who looks like they're inting brother. Why? Anyway. It's supposed to be like an inside man kind of thing. Figured. Anyway, uh, that's what I assumed anyway. Um, here's uh, what I'll say. What's their game plan? How are they walking into this? I think Svenskaren has a slight edge over Acadian, just experience-wise. Um, on TSM? On TES, I mean, on TSM and on these kinds of stages. But Acadian's quite good. Um, I think they need to shut Sven down, but I think Sneaky and Zazel are a really strong point for C9, and I think that even you can agree with me on that, that C9 and Zazel are a, a very powerful duo and might need less assistance from the jungler than some other bot lanes might need against Ven and Smoothie. Um, but I think that the main game plan is either going to be really hard carrying through Licorice or Niski, and then, you know, seeing how the rest of it plays out. But I think that if Licorice or Niski... I think Licorice is probably the safer bet because Niski and Bjergsen, I mean, that's... That's a hard one for Niski. That's a hard one for most people. <laughs> like, Bjergsen is a hard matchup. Whereas Broken Blade, while good, I think might not be quite as good as Licorice uh, overall. And with the champion pool depth, maybe they're equal on depth. But um, I think top lane is definitely their best bet with a little bit of a focus bot side to try and shut down the very, very powerful duo lane of, uh, of TSM. Thoughts. I rambled a lot there. I apologize. I don't fully see Niski hard carrying them on anyone but Zoe. Well, I agree. That's why I didn't put his name in the mix. 
You did say that they were to play through Niski. No, I said they shouldn't play through Niski. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misheard you. <laughs> I, was, I was saying, like, if they do, that will be much harder than playing through. I'm saying, like, it's conceivable. Like, yeah, if they give him Zoe, then it makes sense to gank him a bunch, right? Give him a lot of resources. But, like, otherwise, it feels very much like they should be focusing top or bot as opposed to mid because Bjergsen is an insanely hard matchup for anyone. So, the way that I think teams need to, like, look at TSM is they're going to have to fight it out in the mid lane because that's just how, that's how they just beat Echo Fox is they ganked mid lane, like, every game and just threw that threw that lane out. Now, I don't know if that worked because Phoenix isn't good enough to be able to come back from that kind of deficit. And Niski definitely is good enough to come back from a deficit like that. But how often has he been put in that kind of deficit? Well, not often because C9's a better team. But how? But a lot of teams aren't like focusing control mid mid lane this year this season. I haven't. Uh, I don't have fair. stats on this, but I don't know how much no, I think, jungle I think presence it's a fair mid, mid. Mostly because I think ganks in general have gone down in, in at least effectiveness. Also, a lot, the mid laners the this, a lot of mid laners have been like other than Zoe have been on the safer side. Yeah, they've they've been Aatrox. Uh, well, this is what Niski's played. He's played Aatrox, Syndra, Galio, uh, Victor, and Oriana, and Morgana yeah. in the most recent game. So those are a lot of really safe picks who just play back. That you're home. not camping. That's not like your Echoes, your Cassiopeias, your fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're not trying to dive on people and then getting caught up in a trying to pick a kill mid lane. Yeah, for sure. On this week, I can agree at least. But nothing else. <laughs> nothing uh, else. No. I... I... I the only way I think all, C9 have a chance at beating TSM is top lane or jungle. And I think the jungle <laughs> one is relying on Svenskaren not overextending. So top lane. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I think playing around Licorice is probably C9's bet, but I think TSM are probably going to try to continue playing around Bjergsen early like they did with Echo Fox, because I think that's just how TSM needs to play. I think Bjergsen is the linchpin for that team. He's always been the linchpin for that team, and whenever they tried to not play around Bjergsen... Uh, it used to be Reginald, excuse you. <laughs> so whenever they didn't play around Bjergsen, uh, they, were, they were less successful than when they do. So I don't really see why. You would play around. You wouldn't play around him. He's 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 just so good and can control a game so well. After you get get ahead, that I don't see a reason why you don't. Especially since I've seen uh, Broken Blade just hold his lane and bot and the bot lane has just held out too. Like I feel like they can hold losing matchups while you get ahead mid to then rewin their matchups. So we'll see. I do think it's going to be close. I don't think TSM's uh like so much better than c9 i definitely think that there's a little bit of merit to the rock paper scissors thing but i don't feel like everyone would be saying that had tsm actually managed to close out their previous game against cloud nine where they were virtually like knocking on the nexus and then lost because of one bad fight so i feel like i feel like this there's a little bit of merit but it's just it's tainted. It's just tainted for me. That's fair. Yeah, anything else, or? No, I've got nothing else. All right, so we'll go to 
the score we have for it. You go first. C9-3-2. RTSM-3-2. I figured that was how it's going to play out. <laughs> I think any of us would be disrespectful enough. To, to, I mean, it's definitely a 3-2 series. Like It, it should be really close. Well, they're I, two of the best teams historically yeah, and, right now. And I like, it's going to be a hard fight. And I don't see them falling apart. I agree. So I like it. Just I don't see either team like heavily ending. I see um, whichever team loses game one goes back. It's like yeah, we lost game one. We did this, 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 and that wrong. We're gonna change draft. Like that's because they're both good more. teams with like <laughs> they're, level heads. They're, they're not a hundred thieves. <laughs> Rest in peace, who he dude. Oof. All right, Team Liquid versus Flying Quest. Team you start. You versus Flying Quest. You start. I just started the last time. I take turns out here, boy. I. Wonder what is going on with TL the last two weeks. Yo, same though. Have they been doing well in scrims? Have they been? Like, Will that ever translate to on stage? Have they been trying new things? Because they weren't trying new things on stage. That's not how you lose the last three games. No siree. So, I think this series will heavily come down to TL's. Uh, Teal's mental state going in. If they've had the worst time playing scrims, then I, I think that they'll lose almost a hundred percent. But if they are getting really good practice in, and impact and in, uh, impact and Smithy fix their shit, they'll probably be able to pull out a three zero and stomp. But I don't think that I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't. I don't think Xmithy's going to pull it out, and I don't think Impact's going to get any better unless they somehow change their entire playstyle to revolve around Tank's top lane. Wow. That seems extremely likely. Um, that they just play Tank's top lane? Yeah, that they change their whole style in two weeks? No. I was being... I was being facetious. facetious. What's your take? What's my take? Uh, it's pretty similar. Um... I'm struggling that I was. I think I mentioned it a week or two ago on the podcast that when Double has said that they were just trying new things on stage, things they're less comfortable with. I was like, well, I don't know about that. Like, I I remember saying like I'm pretty sure, like that's just what you would say if you were getting clapped. <laughs> like, it's like maybe it's said. too. What? That's what TSM said uh, at the end of one of the seasons. But they were actually trying new shit though. They were playing yeah. shit they weren't playing before because they were up like four games on the next team. Well, what I'm just saying is, is that like, if they really were just trying new things and the scrims and the practice have been going well, then I think TL will have it pretty easily. Well, not like extremely easily, but pretty well. Uh, otherwise, if it was just like a sort of like cover up for griefing, like there are more Yorick tops, oh Vlad bot lanes, right? Top. Like if we got more of that shit popping off, then I will I think... die laughing if they pop in Yorick top and it loses to Riven. Uh, yeah, anyway, I think uh, it kind of depends upon how TL plays, because if they don't pick up the way they've been the last two weeks, I think FlyQuest has, like, a legitimate shot, which, like, three weeks ago, I wouldn't have said. <laughs> like, But dang. So, I want to wanna know, like, does Doublelift actually think that they're as good as they are, or is he just kind of putting up that front? Well, he is a famous shit talker. <laughs> famous shit talker. Because is he not? <laughs> because it. I've never. F I've always felt like Double is a really good AD carry, but he's never 
really been able to actually be the full carry of a team consistently. He's always needed somebody else to also be there. And Jensen, I still don't feel like he's fully it. And losing Impact and Svenskeren, like losing their power as they have in the back half of the season, or the split. Do you mean Nick Smithy? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Nick Smithy. <laughs> no, I can't remember where my players go. I mean, fucking clearly, dude. He's on Fragon was on Echo Fox. So, like, actually if they can't one. regain any of that power, I want to know, does Doublelift go back to being Toxic Doublelift? Like, he was apparently too, uh, a little bit to Ole, especially at MSI when Ole benched himself. Like, is he going to regress to that with the continue, if these this continues? Like, what happens if they go out there and lose game one? I don't, I don't think TL have as strong a mental as TSM and C9 do going into that series. Oh my god, no, dude. Look at their team, dude. It's fucking Jensen double lift. What? They're, like, Smithy has a good mental, right? I but, like, Impact, so like, everyone else on that team, like, their jungler and their support have good mentals. Everyone else, I'm like, yikes. I'm, I don't know much about CoreJJ's mental, but, like... Uh, me either. I just assumed that you can't win a world championship with a bad mental. And, like, I think... <laughs> I think Impact and Smithy definitely have good good mental, but they've been playing badly, and that kind of... Like, it, it definitely hit... It, it takes its toll. And Impact's been getting shit, Smithy's been getting shit, and... How I don't see them coming back from this. I just don't. I don't see them pulling this together, and especially if they start losing in the series, because then I don't think Doublelift and Jensen are going to be, like, calm... I want to say calm up, but I don't feel like that's the right word. Because I don't think they're going to be getting, like, upset and tilted. I think they're just going to create a more toxic environment in between games while they're trying to fix up their draft or whatever. And I also don't think their drafts have been particularly good. Like, TSM's draft has been really good. I just don't think that TL has done anything in draft to be like, oh, blow me away. Holy shit, you pulled that one out. You know? No, I agree with that completely. And then, I agree with that completely. I just... I think FlyQuest also have so much to prove. And they got nothing to lose. And it's just like, FlyQuest gets 3-0'd. No one gives a shit. It's just like FlyQuest did a did a really good job. They're gonna finish fourth, third. It's a good split for them, and I just I feel like the pressure. This is the ultimate place that TL can take a landslide, and if they take this landslide, then I I don't know what's gonna happen in the summer. I feel like they definitely need a new top laner if they take this landslide super hard. I agree. Okay. All right. What's your predicts? My predicts. My predicts are 3-2 FlyQuest. God. My predicts... I think the turtle's gonna whip it out. What about the... Like, the short... The, the long cat? <laughs> the long cat. <laughs> <sighs> the short, short dog and long cat? <laughs> or long dog and short cat, I forget. But I don't remember. I actually agree with you. Fly 3-2. Damn! And this is not memes. Like, I had been... <laughs> um, Damn! I mean, I had been thinking about it, and... I'm looking forward I... to the desk. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking I forward to... I want to see what the to... desk says. Because, 
as as contentious as I think the TSMC9 one will be, I think that one's close, and I think it's legitimately close, but I feel like the TL Fly one is close for, like, non-tangible reasons. Like, it, can FlyQuest keep beating them? Is this gonna happen? Like, I think so, and I feel like I'm banking on TL being unable to get their shit back together inside of two weeks. No, I completely agree, which is why I'm giving it to FlyQuest. Which, to be honest, did not think I would be doing at this part of this time uh, earlier in the season, but there we fucking are. Oh, I don't I don't think I would have given anyone odds against uh, TL unless C9 made a massive push. But they, uh, they seek to prove me wrong in those last three games. Oh, why must they do this? Okay. Okay, you want to take us home? I think I think so. We have nothing else we need to talk about. Ripuhi, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Ripuhi. All right. Thank you for joining us for this this uh, quarterfinals coverage on the Legendary League of Legends podcast. You can catch us every week at 7 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv/nizzy2k11. Catch the vods on my YouTube channel, and uh, have a nice day. Have a good night.